Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. The Fall is another production of The Chase Podcast, covering the latest Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs coming to you February 8th, and on the line for an interview today is Packers wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling. He was selected in the fifth round of the 2018 NFL Draft. He finished up his rookie season with 38 receptions for 581 yards and two touchdowns. So first things first, Marquez, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm doing really well. All right. So first question here is the draft process. In your case, you had to wait until day three to hear your name called by Green Bay. Can you share what your draft day experience was like and how you handled that process? Yeah, it was um, it was good, man. You know, uh, you know, I had no idea where I was going to be taken at in the draft. Um, you know, I was hearing stuff from you know day two, day one, day three. I heard everything. Um, you know, so it was just all up in the air. You know, I spent uh, my draft day at home with my parents um, and my, my younger brother, and you know, we just kind of just waited around. Um, and just watch the draft and see what was going to happen after that. You started your college career at NC State and then transferred to South Florida to play out the final two years of your eligibility. How did your time at both of those programs help prepare you for the NFL? Um, you know, each school taught me something different. Um, you know, coming out of college or coming out of high school, you know, I chose NC State as my first school. Um, it was, you know, the, the big name school and, you know, the ACC. And I was able to go in there and, and be a starter right away. Um, 
but you know I wasn't you know happy while I was there you know so I battled through some adversity there um you know I was playing but it wasn't what I wanted to you know be you know long term um so I decided to transfer and uh got down to South Florida and you know I found that the happiness mm-hmm. and love for the game again um and it propelled me and my career um to do a lot of great things and, and get drafted ultimately and what would you say was the toughest part of your transition from college to the pros? Um, I would say the, the toughest thing, um, it was nothing physical, you know, because football is football and that's not never going to change. Um, but I think the toughest thing was just the, the mental approach to the, to the game. There's a lot more things that you have to go into depth with when you're talking about, you know, paying for a football game in the pros and paying for a game in college. Now, Marquez, the Packers, they're known for their long-standing tradition of having players ride kids' bikes out to training camp practices. It's something fun that we see every year. Can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like since it was your first time being a part of that event last summer? Um, it was cool, actually, um, just to be able to, to get a rider and to go out and ride with them every single day and learn a, bit, a little bit about them and you know, just to be able to, you know, lighten their day and, and lighten families' days up um, to be able to ride with the NFL player. You know, it's, it's cool just to be able to give back to the community. I know every team is different when it comes to initiating rookies, but did the Packers have you do anything embarrassing or funny during training camp to officially welcome you to the squad? Uh, yeah, so... Um, all the rookies have to get up and do a lip singing uh, song. Um, so that was that was what we had to do. Um, so we had to get up in front of the entire team and uh, lip sing a song. That's good. Now, Aaron Rodgers, the guy is regarded as one of the best to do it in the NFL right now. When did you first meet Rodgers and what were your initial impressions of him? Um, you know, when I first got there, you know, it was like kind of a, a shell shock because he's always been one of my favorite players growing up, um, watching him play for for the last years of, you know, my college and, and high school days. You know, like, man, I would love to play for that guy. And then, you know, being able to walk in there on the first day and uh, see him, you know, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a shock, you know. Um, but right after that, he came up to me and said, you know, we're going to need you guys. So, you guys need to get on board and take this series. Um, and right after that, it was, you know, full steam ahead. What stands out about Aaron Rodgers, his leadership, and what are some things he's done to help you improve as a wide receiver? Um, you know, one thing about him is just that he wants the best out of everyone, no matter who it is, no matter if you're a first round pick or an undrafted guy. Um, no matter if you're on, if, if you're on the field, he wants the best, and he's not going to settle for anything less than that. You know, so he's going to push you to be the best that you can be, no matter who you are, what your name is, and where you were picked. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing about his leadership. Green Bay also added a pair of young corners in Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson in the 2018 draft. What was it like facing those guys in training camp practice throughout the summer and regular season? And how have they helped sharpen your skill set as a player? Yeah, I mean, you know, you got guys like that who are competitive, young guys who want to come in and prove themselves just like I was on the other side of the ball. Just when you get guys like that, you know, you're going to come across, you know, their, their best efforts every single day. They're not going to take a day off. Um, they're trying to 
make a name in this in this league, just like every other rookie. Um, so you got good competitive competition. You're going to get it every single day. You made your NFL debut in the Packers season opener against the Bears September 9th. In that game, you recorded a 21-yard kick return and what was an eventual 24-23 thriller. What do you remember about that game? And can you talk a little bit about what the atmosphere was like there at Lambeau Field? Uh, I mean, I just remember, you know, Aaron going down and, you know, you just hear the the life being sucked out of that stadium. And then when he came back out in the second half, um, you know, just the the determination that he brought just to go out and win that game was, you know, unmatched. And the energy that he brought into those stands, you know, you couldn't hear a thing. And, you know, it was just breathtaking to say, man, this is what the NFL was really like. Now, I know that you're relatively new to the area, probably still settling in, but how do you like living in Green Bay, and what's your favorite part about that community? Uh, it's definitely different from where I'm from. Uh, I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida, um, you know, so it's, it's a lot warmer where I'm from. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, it's just it's a great community. It's cold for sure, uh, very cold. But, you know, it's just a great community. They, they back the Packers up no matter what's going on, no matter how many games we win or lose. You know, it's just a great environment to be around, and it's a great environment to, you know, have a football family around. Marquez, you had a standout performance in Week 5 against the Lions, hauling in seven receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown, and then followed that up with a three-catch, 103-yard performance in Week 6 against the Niners. What played into your increased production as the season went on? Uh, I mean, we had a couple injuries um, in our room. A couple guys went down, um, which is unfortunate, but it's the name of the game. The NFL has a very long season, very physical, very demanding, and um, you're going to have injuries. And so my number was called. I was ready to go and perform, and that's just kind of how it was. After those two games, did you see any changes to how opposing defenses defended you? Uh, no, not really. Uh, just the fact that we got a, you know, uh, all pro on the other side of the ball, um, you know, in Devontae. Um, so when you got a guy like that, you know, that's who's going to get the main focus. Um, obviously, you know, people start to know my name a little bit after I made a few plays here and there. Um, but when you get a guy like Devontae Adams and, you know, quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you know, you can't really scheme up too much for one particular player because it's cause just because he's having a, a few good games. And speaking of Devontae Adams and a guy like Randall Cobb, who's a seasoned veteran in this league, how have both of those receivers really taken you under their wing and taught you more things about how to be successful at that level? Yeah, I mean, you got two guys who've been to, you know, Pro Bowls and everything that you can ask for, done a lot of great things in this league, made a lot of great noise, um, you know, over the past, you know, five or six years or however long, you know, they've been in the league. You know, you can't ask for much more for leadership. Um, you know, they taught me so many things that, you know, no coach could ever teach me. Um, they brought me right under their wings and helped me through, you know, tough times, you know, good times. You know, they've been every, been every step of the way. There's never been any bad feelings toward anybody. Now, it being your first season, you may not have a certain player in mind, but if you do, who would you say was the toughest cornerback you faced off against this year? Uh, probably our best, the best corner that I've ever seen uh, was Patrick Peterson. Um, just 
the way that the way he plays and what he can do um, is just is unmatched. I think he's the best corner in the, in the league, um, and there's no question about that on my end. As you know, there was a change at the top as Matt LaFleur was hired to become the next head coach of the Packers. Have you gotten a chance to meet him yet? No, I have not uh, gotten a chance to meet him. Um, I haven't really met with any of the coaches. They just got to Green Bay. Um, you know, I'm down in Florida for my offseason. So, you know, I get in touch with those guys uh, when it's time. What are some things you've heard about LaFleur? Obviously, you know, he's an offensive-minded head coach. He's younger at 39 years old. How excited are you to work with him along with Nathaniel Hackett, who's going to be your offensive coordinator coming from Jacksonville? Um, I haven't heard much about these guys. Um, obviously, you know, LaFleur has been with a lot of great uh, offenses um, and he's done a lot of great things in places he's been and people he's coached. Um, but I haven't really heard much about, you know, the things that they they, they do. Um, you know, but I am excited. You know, it's always a new opportunity. You can't, you know, ever be not excited about an opportunity like like that, um, especially in the NFL. So, Marquez, finishing up in hindsight this rookie season, you had 200-yard games, which is something that not a lot of first-year wideouts are able to do. How do you plan to build off that success as you begin your preparations for the 2019 NFL season? Um, you know, I'm just, you know, just want to keep building on the things that I've done um, and keep growing as a player, keep getting better. Um, you know, I don't really care for the stats and all that stuff. I just want to keep getting better and be able to, you know, help my team win. And that's the ultimate goal is just, you know, winning games. Now I have to ask you, since it's the off season, I know you talked that you're back in Florida, but do you have any fun vacation plans out ahead of you to enjoy with your family? Uh, I don't have any vacation plans yet. Um, I gotta get a passport. That's my first thing. So I'm going to be getting one of those very soon. And after that, I'll figure out where I'm going to go. The draft process is underway. You're going to see the combine coming up at the end of February. What would your message be to all those players who are pursuing their dream of playing in the NFL? Just keep chasing your dreams. Um, it's going to come. Um, you never give up. Um, people are going to doubt you. People are going to not believe in you. Um, but once you put on those cleats and show what you can do, you know, no one can stop you. Well, thanks again, Marquez, for taking the time to join me for an interview today. I certainly wish you the best as you continue training for the upcoming season. So take care and God bless. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.